Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, and we're joined once again by Union Men's Head Hockey Coach Josh Algie. Josh, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, you had election day off yesterday for practice. Uh, what was the reasoning behind that? Just to uh, give the guys a break? It's it's actually a new uh, NCAA mandate from a, you know, a few seasons ago that give give the players the opportunity that aren't in their um, technically championship season, and that's we don't start technically our championship season until after uh, January first. So um, it's a mandated day off, a day of service, and uh, give the guys the opportunity to vote. That's good. That's a good idea by the NCAA. You took advantage of it by going down to see the Rangers play Detroit, and a couple of Union alums down there with uh, Shane Gottsberg now playing for the Red Wings and uh, and assistant coach Jay Veraday. Yeah, it was a nice nice day for me. I got to go down and spend some time with Jay um, before the game. Um, you know, always nice to be able to talk hockey and just. Know, get a feel for how everything's done at the professional level and then you know get to enjoy a hockey game and then after that you know got to spend some time with Shane and, and really um, kind of my first time to talk to him face to face so pretty cool experience for me um, it's not too often where you know in a hockey rink where I feel like a little kid again and that was kind of the experience <laughs> last night so that was, that was good that was good so well let's look back at last weekend's two game series against RPI I mean it started ECC hockey play for you interesting weekend uh, Josh I mean you um Lose. It was 14 goals scored in Friday's game, an 8-6 loss to RPI. Then Union tightens up the defense in Saturday's rematch and wins 5-1. Let's start with the Friday game. How wild of a game was that? And had you ever experienced a game like that? I know you were trying to find the right words in the post-game press conference. Yeah, I mean it was it was crazy. I mean, and and the fact that you know we we had dug ourselves a hole, and then every time it felt like we were you know starting to claw our way out, we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, a frustrating game overall, but um, you know, for us to you know at least continue to fight, I think yeah, you saw the the spirit of the guys that they'll continue to work no matter what the situation is. Um, unfortunately, just too many unforced errors by us, and you know, really um, a game that we let slip through our fingers. Yeah, um, it was RPI scored forty eight seconds into the game. They had a pair of three goal leads, and it seemed like anytime you had a chance to catch that momentum, like when you killed Josh Nixon's five minute major in the first period, you got to within a goal a couple of times, but you just could not get that goal that really really gave you even more momentum. So, how frustrating was that? Yeah, it's it's really frustrating, and I think it's one that's going to stick with us for a while here. Um, hopefully, we learn from it. Um, we talk about if if you know if we lose if we learn we at least still can you know gain something from it and try to be learners all the time and um, you know for us we can't we can't do that again we get you know if you dig yourself a hole and you you get that close you got to find a way to you know claw back get even and then take the lead yeah and a game where there wasn't much defense or the the defensive play of the game occurred early in the third period you guys were on the major power play. Tyler Watkins has an open net. Jack Watson seems to be out of position, but Watson get, gets over to his right side, gets a stick out on the Watkins shot, stops it because that puck was going in. If that puck goes in, it's a 6-6 game. I mean, how, was that a turning point, you think? Yeah, I think we had all the momentum at that time. And, um, you know, even our power play had been lights out all day. And then after that, the last two and a half minutes, we really just – uh, didn't have the energy we needed to to get something across the goal line, and um, you know, again, some good looks, but you know, 
big time save by Watson there, and that kind of really, I think, you know, propelled them to the victory. Yeah, and we'll talk about a little more about Jack Watson in that play on Saturday. Which did that kind of surprise you? Because I guess Dave Smith said he was injured in that game. I don't remember seeing him getting injured. Yeah, we it didn't really surprise us because we were assuming that they would split. They've they've been splitting, you know, kind of you know earlier in the season and. Um, but I didn't notice that he got hurt. Hopefully he's all right. You don't want to see anyone get you know injured. But um, yeah, it, we were kind of expecting to you know them to make the goaltending switch. Yeah. Well, Union, uh, you put in Axel Reed on Friday night. He made his uh, Union debut. Joe Sharp was out with an injury. Well, I'll ask you a little bit later about the injuries along with Ben Tupker. Um, he came in late in the second period and replaced Kyle Chauvet. I mean, how would you assess Reed's performance? You know, I, I thought he gave us a chance. I mean, he gave up one goal. He had no opportunity to save that. I mean, it would again a, another big defensive letdown for us. Um, you know, for us, we always want to take away the back door on two on ones, and just you know, um, they make that pass across. It's really hard for a goalie to do anything on that. And uh, but but overall, settled the game down for us. And I, I don't think he was tested, you know, too much. But you know, he's to go into that situation against your rival. Um, you know, says a lot about how calm and composed he was. Unfortunately, because of a silly rule, because he gave up, ends up giving the game-winning goal because you, you guys got to 7-6, he gets stuck with the loss. I mean, in baseball, that doesn't work that way. I mean, it, it, it's, it kind of seems kind of silly. He gets stuck with the loss. Yeah, I mean, he at least gets, a, you know, to be a goaltender of record <laughs> here in his first year. So he, he gets something. I mean, uh, obviously, hopefully we can get him in again here so he can get his win. Yeah. Well, let's move on to uh, last Saturday's game. A much more impressive effort, 5-1 win. Uh, the defensive effort was better. What was the key to that point and the key to that game? What did you guys see on the tape uh, Saturday morning that uh, helped you uh, turn things around Saturday night? Well, I, I think our intensity and just how clo- quickly we're closing defensively was a focal point for us. Um, we wanted to eliminate their time and space. We wanted to play with tenacity, um, have good stick detail. Um, I, I think we had, you know, a lot of just, you know, your sticks on the ice and a puck will hit it, and that, you know, <laughs> that's what we have to do. Is we got to make sure we have, you know, good posture and good, you know, shape for us defensively. And I, I think there is just an overall, you know focus of intensity or you know, focus to be more intense and, and to get after it. So I think for us, it was, it, it was a little bit of night and day, but it wasn't the effort I thought was there on Friday for the most part. It just wasn't the detail. Yeah. You had a lot, uh, you ever in, in, in control that game from the start. Didn't let up at all. I mean, RPI could have generated some momentum from its late second period goal, but um, that was made it four or one at the time. But Colby McCarthy's goal early in the third period gave you that four goal lead back. And to me, Basically sealed the deal. What did you think about uh, you know turning back RPI that way? Yeah, I thought that the the first two shifts of the third period we had really set the tempo, we had controlled the play, and and were physical and just kind of relentless on pucks. And then uh, the third shift, I think it was kind of back and forth. And then uh, on that fourth shift, we scored, and that was just you know you know we showed that <clears throat> that shift in video like just how hard they worked and. Um, it was kind of funny because we thought Jacob Jeanette had got the goal at first. and That's what I thought, too, yeah. looking at the replay. <laughs> yeah, and he was so excited when he scored. And then you see him on video, and uh, he realizes that uh, he he didn't get the goal. And he was you know, just as excited for Colby MacArthur to get the goal. So it says a lot about him and just the group we have, and that's you know kind of how they are. At, you know, it's just as excited for someone else to score as they are themselves. Now, speaking of MacArthur, he's one of three union players to record their first college goals over the weekend. Ethan Beds had two goals Friday night. 
and added one Saturday. Brandon Bear added one, had one Friday and two on Saturday. Almost had a natural hat trick uh, on, in that game. I mean, how important is it for them to start contributing to uh, the goal scoring? You know that that's a group that we all feel like can score for us and you know if they can go from you know just kind of that first year trying to feel everything out to you know as second year guys like you know secondary and almost primary scoring now we become you know that much more dangerous and it gives us more depth and you know for us to be successful we have to win with our depth we need you know we need four lines rolling all night we need you know different guys scoring we got to have you know the ability to score whether it's our first line or fourth line and um, you know you're starting to see us get you know scoring from everyone, which is which is really encouraging. Yeah. Well, after allowing six goals on Friday, Kyle Chauvet bounced back uh, on Saturday, making 26 saves, stopped the penalty shot. Uh, he seems to, he always seems to bounce back from uh, the rough outings. Man, how good is that to see, and what does that say about his mental toughness? Well, he's he has to be extremely mentally tough to, you know, for us, what we're giving up right now for him. Um, some of them, I mean, I feel bad, like it's not fair. And, and then when we tighten up and play like we did on, on Saturday, it's like, hey, it's, it's, it's not that difficult of a game, and he can, he'll close the door for us. So you just got to make the game simple for him because he's, he's talented. But, yeah, we've hung him out to dry a couple times where we haven't had our best, you know. The effort, like I said, the effort's always good, but it's just like sometimes our habits, when, when you have a young decor and, you know, a, a lot of first-year guys playing, it, it's, it's hard and they have to be consistent, and that's been a, a touch of a battle for us. I think it's, it's really close to where we kind of get that out of our game. So hopefully we have, we've seen the last of it and just can, you know, help Kyle out. Before we head into the break, um, with the injury update, first uh, Ben Tupper, who left after one shift on Friday. Yeah, so he didn't skate uh, Monday or Tuesday, skated today, um, you know, looked pretty good. So we'll, he, tomorrow we'll find out if he'll be making the trip or not. We're hoping he will be. So, um, But it was encouraging that he was on the ice today. And Joe Sherb? I uh, skated but didn't see any action as far as, um, you know, just kind of was going through the movements. And, um, you know, I, I think with with where we're at in the week now um, and us having the, the off weekend next week, and he, he probably will not be traveling. Okay. We'll preview Union's trip this weekend to St. Lawrence and Clarkson. You're listening to Up Guts. will be coming up next. You'll be listening, and you are listening to the Parting Shots podcast. Hi, this is Daily Gazette editor Miles Reed. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season and a prosperous and healthy 2024. It's the most historic conference in college hockey. It's a battle night in and night out. ECAC Hockey, an iconic conference home to 12 of the most prestigious universities and programs in the world and showcasing the best student athletes in the sport. Top-notch facilities and arenas, incomparable traditions, passionate fans, alumni who go on to become elite professionals, leaders, and champions. ECAC Hockey, there's no experience like it. Want to get all the latest news from the Daily Gazette on your phone or tablet? We have an app for that. The Daily Gazette app allows you to read all the newspaper stories and columns from our dedicated team of journalists. The app is free. You can download the app from the Apple or Google app stores. Hi, this is Daily Gazette staffer Amira Ditchie. I would like to wish you a happy holiday season and a great 2024. Welcome back to the Parting Shots podcast. I'm Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott and joined by Union Men's head hockey coach Josh Housie for our second segment 
of uh, Talking Union College uh, men's hockey. Uh, the Garner Chargers are going to be heading to the North Country this weekend. They're going to take on St. Lawrence on Friday at 7 p.m. And then Mace Clarkson at 4 p.m. Saturday. Glad you're going to have a 4 p.m. game on Saturday up there. It's nice kind of get, get out of there early. But uh, you know, last year at this time, you made your return to Clarkson where you spent seven years as, as an assistant and associate head coach under Casey Jones. And Union won that game last year at Cheel. Afterwards, you told me you were glad it was over. Was there a lot of emotion heading into that game? Yeah, it was. It was really tough last year. I mean, you, you're, you're coming back, and it's the first time, and it was it was so fresh from you know just having a lot of you know really great years there. So um, it, it was hard. Now this this time it it's it's a lot different. Um, I you know it's been nice. It hasn't been talked about as much. It's just been more of you know just getting ready for the game, and you know obviously we have a you know, a player that played there last year. So that that's, gets talked about maybe a little bit more. Yeah, I'll ask you about that in just a little bit. Uh, well, the, you, know, you mentioned the other emotions be less. Me, especially since the Clarkson game, the second game this week, last year was the first game. So, me, that helps lessen emotions for you even more? Yeah, because, I, I mean, really all my prep work so far has been, you know, on St. Lawrence, and I'll, I'll start on Clarkson tonight, um, you know, because we we're pretty much everything's done for St. Lawrence. So um, it really does make it a, a big difference with, with it being the second game because right now all our focus is just beating St. Lawrence. And then, um, you know, it, it turns to Clarkson here um, really quick after Friday night's yeah. game. As you mentioned, uh, Brandon Burr is going to be returning to Clarkson. He played nine games there last year uh, before leaving and returning to junior hockey. Uh, do you think the emotions for him returning to Clarkson won't be as great as yours because he wasn't there that long as you were? Yeah, I'm sure it's got to be a, you know a lot different for him. I mean, I was there for seven seasons, and you know for him it was you know not even seven months. So, um, but I'm sure he, he, he's such a likable and you know great person that I, I I bet he has some really strong relationships there. So it's sure, sure, I'm sure it'll be tough for him um, just seeing some of his you know former teammates and friends. Is there any advice you can give him about not getting caught up in the emotions of returning there? You know, I, I think the biggest thing is just kind of focusing on, you know, his play. And, and you know, it, it'll be weird for him when you're getting dressed in the other locker room. And, you know, you kind of know where everything is already. And you, you know what's on the other side of the doors. But um, you're not welcome there anymore. So just, <laughs> you know, focusing on on his on his buddies and, and being with, you know, the, the group we have. He's, like I said, he's really liked um, in our locker room. So I think he'll... He'll, he'll be excited about it. Yeah, he's been a regular in your lineup. And, uh, you know, I just mentioned he had the three goals over the weekends. I mean, how important was it to get some goals before they had heading into Clarkson? Because he didn't have any points last year for the Golden Knights. Yeah, and he he's a guy that, like, is expected to score, um, you know, for, you know, you know, obviously when you recruit someone, like, I, I thought he would, you know, have an impactful, you know, freshman season. You know, obviously it was uh, – <clears throat> it, it just – for whatever reason, it didn't it didn't work at Clarkson, and um, we're really excited to have him. And you know, now I think he's gained the you know the confidence that he can score at the collegiate level, and hopefully, he can just keep going with it. Yeah, as you mentioned, first up is St. Lawrence on Friday at Appleton uh, Arena. Saints are coming off a weekend split at Ferris State. So, what do you know about the Saints? Well, they they compete extremely hard. Uh, they don't give you anything. Uh, if if you get it, you've earned it because they they protect their net front. Um, they they don't take a ton of chances, but if you if you create a turnover, like they'll they'll make you pay quickly. So it's it's a game where we have to manage the puck well. Um, we have to make them go 200 feet and just you know really um, you know uh, if if we can play simple and, and just not get too 
you know, crazy like maybe we did on Friday night, um, you know, it, it should be a low-scoring game. Yeah. Since you know Casey Jones so well, does that make it easier for knowing what kind of game Clarkson plays? Well, I, you know, I've worked with both head coaches. You know, I worked with, you know, Coach Brecky as well at, at Clarkson. So um, I, I feel like I have a pretty good feel for both both programs and what they're trying to do and maybe some of their differences. Obviously more familiar with, with Coach Jones and, um, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like you know. It's like, you know, sometimes you work with someone so long, you know what they're what they're gonna say, or you know, even before they say it. So, I, I do feel pretty comfortable, like you know, knowing how they want to play. But they have a lot of new players, and they've had a pretty big turnover. So, um, it is a, a different group. Yeah, Union has not swept the North Country trip since the 2011-12 season. What makes that trip so difficult? Well, it's it's two teams that are both you know, always pretty good. And, um, it, it is a hard place to play. It's, you know, there's not a lot to do up there. It's, um, you know, two hostile en- environments where, you know, there's a lot of people at both games and, um, yeah, it, it, it is a hard place to play and a hard place to win. So, um, but we're definitely excited about the, the chance. Yeah. Uh, listener question, uh, coming in from Jim Callone. Uh, He's asking, RPI on Friday pressure Union on the forecheck in their zone, and on Saturday, RPI did not put as much pressure on Union in their end. Did Union do anything to get RPI to back off the forecheck, or was RPI fatigued from their effort on Friday night? Uh, I thought we did a better job getting back to pucks quickly, and um, I thought we did a good job of trying to, you know, you, you can't hold up anymore where you're just, you know, definitely, like, creating interference, but you can, you know, create some subtle picks by just skating and cutting people off, and uh, I thought we did it did a good job with that and um but I, I think the biggest thing was just our d got back to pucks quickly and we we transitioned quick jim appreciate the question if you have questions for uh, josh Halge, you can email them to me at shot that's s-c-h-o-t-t at dailygazette.com so josh after this weekend union's going to be off until after thanksgiving because it's final exam time for the first trimester uh, how are you going to use the time off well, well, we'll go pretty hard for the first couple of days before um, they get into finals because Monday and Tuesday we have the ability to practice. So we'll we'll definitely push the pace on those days. Um, hopefully it's after a couple wins so we can have some small games and have some fun with it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Thanksgiving, um, you know, after, excuse me, well, Thanksgiving week, it'll, it'll kind of transition. But uh, on the weekend there, we'll get out and get recruiting. Um, you'll give the guys some time to, you know, get away um, from – you know, just the hockey side of it and focus on their academics. Um, Sunday, there's a, there's a jamboree at Union where my, my, my seven-year-old will be playing in that. So uh, you know, I'm excited to be a hockey dad and, and watch my son play. But uh, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, checking in on all our recruits and, um, you know, trying to be, you know, make up for maybe some of the days I've missed as a dad and, you know, be, be around the boys. Yeah. Well, since the team will be off, we'll have another segment with you uh, Thanksgiving week in advance of the two-game series against Stonehill. At Messer Ringle, Josh, thanks for doing us, and uh, good luck this weekend. I appreciate it very much. All right, that's Josh Halji. Uh, coming up on another podcast later this week, the Gazette's Adam Schinder previews the Section 2 football championship games. We'll also talk the Dutchman Shoes game between Union and RPI. I bet you wish you were here for that one. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm super excited about that game, so hopefully we can still watch it uh, on Saturday. Yeah. And then Adam and I will discuss you all football. Uh, they're having a good season. I'll have interviews from Wednesday's Dutchman Shoes press conference, so uh, tune in then. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.